0: Deadass family, we have some very exciting news. This podcast is now sponsored by Audible. Audible is an awesome service where you can listen to thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, news, comedy, and much more on the go. The app is free and can be downloaded on any smartphone or tablet. You can also listen across other devices and never lose the spot where you left off. Now, being the horror fan she is, Gina highly recommends The Outsiders by Stephen King. And us being two huge wrestling fans, we also enjoyed hearing John Cena narrate the 64th minute. Plus, it also helped that the audio series was funny as hell. So to get started, visit audibletrial.com slash deadassgirls You get one month free trial. Again, that is www.audibletrial.com backslash deadassgirls. Ladies and germs, it is I, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy, a.k.a. Jizzy, G6, you already know why, because I stay fly, till I die, you fucking scumbags on Twitter did this, alright, y'all motherfuckers did this, y'all manifested it, your fucking abuelas did some brujería, because we got the Twitter legend, the Twitter hot mouth, okay? The Black Savage. Some people know him as Cam. Other people call him the Milkman. Cam Hawkins, welcome to the show.
1: Yo, I appreciate it. I, I did my best <laughs> not to laugh through that. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Man, that's that's the craziest <laughs> intro ever, man. I appreciate it. Like, I, like, I you know, the highlight of my life, at least with my family, right? My highlight is graduating college, right? Mm-hmm. And they had a guy who couldn't pronounce anybody's names. And I mean nobody's names. Like, white people, black people, Mexican kids, Asian was, kids. This dude could pronounce like, anybody's yeah. names.
0: Was, was he like the character um, from, fuck, what was that name? J- the Key and Peele show?
1: Basically, no. but a white dude, right? <laughs> he couldn't say anybody's names. So when he announced my name, he was like Kamey Ron Hawkins? I'm like, yo! I, I got, like, the most regular name like, ever. Like, how did you fuck this up? Uh, But no, so this is the wildest intro ever. Thank you so much. Um, I, I, Oh, gosh. I gotta live up to this.
0: Mind you, I literally just freestyle that shit right now.
1: It's fantastic.
2: It's fantastic. This right. in New York
1: shit, right. man. Y'all, y'all make it happen.
0: All right. A.K.A. Killer Cam. It's Cam season. Yeah, All man. Right. Also one of the best mixtapes. Fight me. Um... Cam, welcome to the show. This was so last minute. I'm I'm glad you're here. Gina is um, doing Gina things. Don't worry about it. She might be pegging somebody out Shut there. Up
2: to
1: Gina. <laughs> Shout
0: out to Gina. Oh girl. Shout out to yo. That bitch. She be getting it in, yo. I'm I'm saying like the fact that she got so many men lining up to to get pegged. The fact that she got indie wrestlers on her DMs.
1: We're not gonna talk about that, but.
0: If y'all want to guess got, who
1: they are, so no. I got choked out, like almost choked out, but I'm good. But like, wait, I'm not wait, say what are you, when. wait, wait, I'm right. what you do
0: know, you mean you almost got choked uh, out? I almost choked got out. choked
1: out because I wanted her to stop, but she kept telling me she loved me, so oh. I kept letting her choke me. Um, I'm good, I'm good.
0: Wait, well, what was she doing?
1: She was on top. Yeah, she made it to her daughter's birthday party, um, and it was six Wait, hours. wait, I'm sorry, you're, you're
0: you're going over the details. I'm sorry. Was she on top? <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. She
1: was, Why was you know, she choking you out? Because I said fucking choke me. Um, oh, okay, she was, okay. okay. she was down. No, no, do it. it was consensual. It okay, was consensual. Yeah. Like, and she was like, I fucking love you. I was like, a word? No, nah, keep choking. Like, put that index finger a bit stronger. And it was cool. It was cool, you know. I talked to her today. She's doing fine.
0: Oh, okay. Well, shout out to you, Mystery Woman, for choking out <laughs> um, If you're listening to this, you're probably doing the Lord's work because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people on Twitter that want to choke him out. You know what I mean?
2: It's a, oh, yeah, yeah, one or two. I want you to be okay.
0: <laughs> one or two?
1: Damn it.
0: One or... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be seeing the Twitter, all right? I want to start this show um, with a little something that I dug up online. All right. Oh. It seems like many moons ago, you were known as a deviant, if you know what I mean. Mm. Okay. AKA submitted to deviant art.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. This is safe. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, tell us, um what made you get into like doing these wrestling? Because it looks like you just do like wrestling posters and like video game covers.
1: Yeah. What was the- Behind that So One thing I really got a problem with Is Complacency Right mm-hmm. Like I got a problem with complacency And also I really try To show love To people who put me on So Long time ago And this is a story I feel like I tell so often But a long time ago um, You know I graduated college In 2008 Right mm-hmm. I'm Damn. seeing a girl. We get an apartment together. Uh, things are going great. Uh, relationship falls apart. And all of a sudden, I'm in this big, big apartment that I can barely afford by myself. I got Dang. my career. Yeah, like, shout out to New York, right? Um, <laughs> I got, I got um, you know, I got a gig, and the gig's going fine, but, like, I'm lost out there in the world. Like, I don't have a lot to latch on to. I graduated school... I'm not from Austin, um, and my friends also aren't from Austin. So when I graduated, they all leave, right? So I'm aimless, right? So where do I find solace? I find solace in pro wrestling video, uh, pro wrestling websites, pro wrestling Mm -hmm. news sites and all that. I end up getting plugged into the torch, um, ended up listening to the East Coast cast a long time. Uh, Shout out to my man, Travis Bryant. You know, he eventually puts me on, and I'm just like, yo, Like, I'm on this big platform. What am I giving to the platform? How am I making myself valuable? So one day I was just like, yo, you got to buy Photoshop and learn it. It it was really just that. So I've never, and this is not saying that I'm that good at it, but it's saying, like, I've never had, like, a class I've never been taught. It was just like, okay. I'm It's kind of like
0: you winging it, basically. Yeah,
1: it's elementary school. I'm going to cut this out, I'm going to put it on top of something else, and hopefully it works. And so, yeah, right. my deviant art was, was just like, okay, the things that I like, I feel like I'm at least smart enough to make those things look like other things.
2: Mm-hmm. And so that's what
1: it was. That's really what it was. It was, uh, you know, knowing what I like and, and being able to follow a few directions, watch a couple of YouTube videos, and yeah, we've, um, anything you see that's like South Congress merch, anything that's East Coast cast merch, I made That's it. That's you. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And it was about how am I valuable to the brand? How do I make myself <laughs> important to the brand? And and it's so far it's worked. You know, they ain't they kicked me off yet. So it's been good. And it's still working. So, mm. I mean,
0: obviously you're doing something because I mean, mm. you be going viral sometimes. All right. And I be yeah. trying to replicate that. I'll be like, how did this yeah. man think of this absolute gem of a tweet? Mm. And I wake up. And I'm like, wait, of course this motherfucker's the top tweet, okay? <laughs> like, of course this man, you know? And, and you be having some bangers out there. I mean, obviously you got some haters and, um, you know, yeah. some people who try to kind of bring you down a peg, which I like what you do. You be like, listen, that ain't working on me, all right? Screenshot yeah, yeah. the message. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, my thing with that is always, like, you and, and I have to say it, Like I'm not always the most positive person. I think what I realize is I'm like, damn, I just did that same thing to somebody, and that <laughs> it did to me, and I feel, oh, it feels it's like, oh shit, that's rough. But but no, it's it's like one thing about the space that you and I are in. One thing about wrestling Twitter that we tend to forget. Like there are people like us in it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like regularly, it's a bunch of white kids. You know, you can navigate that. Nobody's gonna make you feel no way. But like every once in a while, like, damn, it's a real nigga. Like, how do I I deal with this? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's never, I never take it as malice. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I, I understand, like, you're really what you're always seeing is a snapshot of a person. You're right. seeing what they're doing in the immediacy of it. You know what I'm saying? So so you react to it. So like I'm definitely like to be completely honest, I've had sleepless nights off somebody like I can have a tweet that'll get a thousand retweets, right. but it's that that one quote tweet that's calling me something I don't like. It's like, damn, this is mm-hmm. fucked up. What do I do? But you always gotta remember, like, they're gonna forget it in three days. So you gotta right. forget it in three days. Like you can't carry yeah. that
0: around. Um, yeah, you can't really like sit yeah. there and think about it too much.
1: And ain't ain't nobody like nobody's made me lose a commission. Nobody's made me lose a look. Um mm-hmm. you know, so it's all it's all it's a big pissing contest. You know what I mean? That's, like that's, that's what it literally is. Literally what it is. Yeah. And ain't nobody outpissed me that's messed up anything for me. You
2: know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, My people, mm-hmm.
1: nobody unfollowed me because they thought what somebody else said was cooler than what I was saying. So, you know, right, right. I don't take it too personally. Like, you know, niggas gonna do their thing, man. It's, it's that's the game. That's, that's Twitter. Like, you know, you, a lot of people are in the business of getting over. And then even still, like, anybody I've ever made fun of, it's not to get one more follower.
2: Right. It's
1: not even to get a like. To make fun of somebody, <laughs> it's funny to me at the time. I'm you know exactly. saying so. Yeah, I can't take it personally. Like I'm
0: gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, yo. We be tweeting recklessly. We be tweeting whatever we think of mm-hmm. at that moment. Yeah. Sometimes it, we may go too far. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we may roast somebody a little too hard. We might dig a little too deep. You know, if you got RIP in your bio, we're definitely using that as ammo. <laughs> oh,
2: shit. You know,
0: like We're definitely hitting up your LinkedIn, looking up your employer. Oh, shit.
1: Your you grandma know? wouldn't have liked that tweet. She's <laughs> not here to say
0: it. Exactly. God, You're yeah. Hitting up the Google Plus, like, um, all right, let's see what you got here. <laughs> Y'all hey, next
1: level. Oh, shit. Um, so, we,
0: so we've noticed because, um, mm. you know, I, I see a lot of the time that people go back and forth with you, and, and mm. I've noticed, like, when people do try to do that with us, it's like one tweet and then all of a sudden that just says protected tweets.
1: Oh, for sure. And I'm for like, sure. listen,
0: you started this. Like yeah. I'm tweeting a happy little tweet. You didn't have to say anything. You could have just sat there and ate your fucking food, but you wanted to be unseasoned Susan and come in the mentions. So when I when we drag you to oblivion Like, listen, like you know, we—it's easy to just pick up your phone, shoot something off into the interwebs, and that's it. And you put your phone down, and I feel like a lot of people be taking the internet shit too seriously. And and I be seeing sometimes, you know, like a lot of people be picking on you for no damn reason. I'm like, yeah. yo, this man is living his life. All mm-hmm. right, leave him alone, okay? The park patrol is fine.
1: know, right? <laughs> the, <hell> <laughs> no, the funny part about that, so. Like, literally, uh, you know, a lot of things have changed in the last six months, being Mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm, um, and I I say it on everything, I'm a a college advisor, right? So, um, I got, you know, a big office, uh, 10 minutes from where I live, with a big window out front where I can see...
0: Uh, Ladies, y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? He got a job... He got a big office. He got podcasts. I I do okay. So,
1: (laughs) like, you know, I'll be on campus and because of the nature of what I do, Mm. um, you know, I have my, like, I have a caseload of students, right? I have, like, typically, like, 150 students under my watch that I got to see for appointments and stuff uh, each semester. You know, and that, that goes the way it goes. But, you know, you sit in a big office all day and you got a lot of free time. And so you think up videos and skits and stuff like that. So I'm going to get breakfast one morning in the, uh, in the office kitchen and I got some cereal with some milk in the fridge. So I'm yes, like, yo, I... you know what would be funny? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I should make a video of me getting some milk out the fridge to make a joke about like these really attractive, dick, white women, in wrestling. Because there's a right. few, right? So I'm like, yo, this is going to be so funny. And it was funny. until so everybody decided that it was Man. the funniest thing in the world and to just build <laughs> off it forever. Like, yo, that video was, I think that was last year at this point.
2: You I don't think it was in 2020.
1: No, 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 no. Because it's, I mean, it's low-hanging fruit, but it's also, like, it's my fault for spamming it. And then... <laughs> It's also, it came at a point where the follower count really started to jump up and so everybody could latch on to it. Because I always tell people, like, as a man, the way that social media works, if you're, if you get the jokes off, if you say enough things that shock people, you also say enough things that people find interesting and then you are what they consider attractive. If you can do all those things, (laughs) then the follower count jumps up, right? So, if you can make all that happen, then all of a sudden, like, those followers go crazy. Like, we used to, like, as the East Coast cast, and I don't even think Travis was doing it, it was a thing where, oh, gosh, we all have roughly the same amount of followers. uh, Who's going to end up having the most? And and shout out to Rich. Rich is a married, great family guy um, who is... Absolutely, like my analytical inspiration for all this stuff. Like, I love his mm. work ethic. I, I worship at the altar of rich. Um, you heard that we rich? did make yeah, sure you
0: clip this part of the podcast and play yeah. all the time so that you know who's the man of the
1: man. <laughs> no, we did, uh, we did WrestleMania in New Orleans. What was that, th- uh, two years ago?
2: That was a- uh, yeah, yeah I it was two it was years ago, ago
1: and you know me and my girl got a hotel like we posted up we like a couple blocks from the convention center and rich goes to three shows that morning
2: Damn. comes
1: to my hotel to do the pod and then him and i go to uh access to do interviews like he's absolutely my inspiration for the stuff right and then travis you know was had a big platform way before i did and was on social media so my thing was always oh i'm gonna kill y'all with these followers And you know it was never intentional, but it's just if you like, Rich can't be out here, you know, liking girls' tweets and posting pictures of him at the gym. Like that's not where he lives. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And Travis, even though he's on social media, Travis will be the first one to tell you. Like, Travis is one to rebut a fan or a follower Mm -hmm. instantly. He's gonna he be trying to make you look stupid. That's his thing. So (laughs) it was all set up for me to just be in a bit of a different position, right? But what comes with that, right? What comes with it is people who, I'm not going to say they never joke like with their friends and never got got busted on, like, you know, because that's the nature of it, but they definitely cross a line that. I wouldn't cross with them because mm. one i don't know you like that,
2: right, number right. two,
1: like I'm afraid of saying something wild to you that I can't come back from. I don't right. know how I can take it because I know like how I'm really living, you know what I'm saying, so it really don't bother me because i mean what's the what's the big secret of it? The big secret is this: If everybody on the timeline makes funny you feel like a white woman. <laughs> The non-white women (laughs) DM you and say, you don't really feel like that, do you? And you're like, no, no, baby, I don't. And then, like, they make it easy. You know what I'm saying? So.
2: All
0: right. Let me, let me pick up from that. All
2: right. All right.
0: All right. This, we are a sex posy podcast. All right. All right. You do not judge. Okay. Do you actually have a preference? Absolutely. or are you just you're open to the spectrum?
1: Yeah, I don't have no preference, man. Like like my okay. biggest thing is, you know, I'm I grew up. I'm originally from Southern Maryland, right? But
2: I grew Wait, up you're in center, from where?
1: Southern Maryland.
0: Oh my god. But you don't have the accent. Because on, they be because... saying the yous yeah. be sounding kind of kind of Cuz I,
1: I don't say you. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um no, so so I'm from Southern Maryland, but my mother, even though I'm from there, like my mother and my father's side are from there, my mother is now retired Air Force. Oh, but, okay. But um, that was the first place she was stationed. So uh, we were on, I was born on Andrews Air Force Base. That's where they parked Air Force One. And my family was 15 minutes away out in the country. So my mother got remarried when I was like five. Her and my stepfather were stationed there. He got orders to Wyoming for 2 years. So I lived Wyoming. there for 2 years. Yeah, Wyoming. Right? <laughs> Ain't shit to do out there, boy. Nothing. We got there before back though, so was All cool.
2: right.
0: Out um, of <laughs> So, apart from your family, how many <laughs> other black people were in Wyoming with
1: you? Yo, no, if you're not military there's no black people. Like you <laughs> I had I had one kid. I'll never forget David. David who never had an edge up. Uh David was in You said uh, he never had North an edge eight. up? Never. <laughs> David was in my fourth and fifth grade class and David was mixed. That was the only black kid I went to school with. I did go to school with one girl when I went to, uh, wait, wait, wait. David, this is how, you know black people, like we remember black shit, right? (laughs) I went to Afflerbach Elementary because I got into a magnet program. Before that, I was at Pioneer Park was the name of the elementary school. I went to school with one black girl. That one black girl is the only person who's ever called me a jiggerboo. <laughs> only person ever. And I'm like, yo, like, her name was Nastasia, by the way. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know who told Nastasia. Why did
0: she call you that?
1: No, no, I don't know. I think she was flirting. I don't know who told Nastasia that there could only be one black kid at Pioneer Park, but she decided. Um,
0: Like, listen,
1: listen up. There's not enough space for the both of us. Yo, it was crazy, right? But no, Wyoming, there's no black kids. So then um, when I was 11, we moved to San Antonio because my parents got uh, stationed out there. They were lucky enough to always get orders into the same place, right? Right. So I grew up in San Antonio, and San Antonio is, like, fairly populated with everybody because even if you're military— it's not like Wyoming where everybody tries to live on base. So it was, you right, know, it was right. a Wyoming, but
0: It's pretty diverse and stuff.
1: Well, what's the thing about San Antonio? If it's going to be around girls, mostly Hispanic, mostly thick. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is the shit. I love this, right? But no, I've never... I've never... This, and this is going to sound crazy. I've never turned an attractive woman down. Um,
2: mm.
1: Women from every ethnicity, every walk of life, every shade of every color is attractive. So, no, it was just never like I was never hung up on one thing. Now, I'll say this, and it's funny that I'm on this show now. Mm -hmm. Something Mm -hmm. happened to me, right? So, now I'm like, yeah, we got to leave the white girls alone. The white girls. Okay. So, out of respect for people, I can't be specific. But here's the thing that happened. Like I had a friend um who who was a white girl, right? And <laughs> we had, had, you know, we had been together before, but it was a thing where I felt like I established, no, we're friends. And you gotta understand that we're friends. Like we not, I'm not your man, I'm not your boo, I'm not your little side thing. Like, we cool, right? Right. So and I can't. I can't even specify dates because I just got to say what it is. So we had a get-together, right? And we had this get-together of less than 10 people to be responsible. But there's a girl there who all, like, my boys think is attractive. Okay. Uh, And the girl, even though she, like, lifts, isn't, like, super toned. And she Mm -hmm. probably not over a buck 40, but you know, she, she, she might be one, she might be 160. I gotta, I gotta be nice. I'm thinking about what she really look like. But like, you know, brown skinned chick, tattoos on her, you just gotta look about her, right? And me and my boys is like, yeah, we find her attractive and this and that. So the white girl was like, oh, that's what y'all like? Like, I'm doing all this exercise and then working out and that's what y'all like. He was like, yo, like, like, what you talking about? It's not about, you and her. Mm-hmm. It's about, like, we think she's attractive. You could also be attractive, but she felt away. You fast forward mm-hmm. a few weeks.
2: Okay.
0: This we is messy, them. by the way. This is yeah. very messy. We I hope these them. two women listen to
1: this podcast. Again, well, one of them might. But <laughs> we, then we got them in the same spot. And again, it's not no beef. Like, I'm cool with all y'all. Like, we got them in the same spot. <laughs> so the, the brown girl leaves early cause you know they went to go do the things that they do the other girl's still there and she's still mad you're still mad weeks later right and she was like I don't think she is. I don't think she that so I basically asked who was in the crib I was like y'all who think that she's bad at sex the brown girl
0: what the
1: cam? F- okay let me finish let me finish. yo, this I didn't have sex with the girl. I never touched the girl. Well, I touched her, but I never had sex with the girl. I
2: touched her. I touched that's her a little bit
1: consensually. Consensually, she was good with it. It was matter of fact. It was it was WrestleMania. It was dope. Um, but anyway. Okay. Um, wait, during
0: know, night one or night
1: two? I didn't say it was this year, but it was cool. Uh,
2: okay. You
1: know, many many WrestleManias ago, probably, but. Basically, like I said, that the other girl felt away, and so again, not getting into details, shit got a little crazy. She said some things and did some things, especially in front of people that you can't do. Wait, so I'm wait, like, the "Yo, the white girl did it." And did so he I'm say like, Yo,
0: hard on you?"
1: No, absolutely fucking not. Okay, but still, some shit that was like, "Yo, know, like." that's how you really feel about like us being cool and the people I got you around, and how you feel about the world. All right. So we ain't really been cool since. So I'm wary of any white woman that tries to befriend me or, or more.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: No, so like, I only got to talk about it, but that tweet about, you know, your girl don't got to be 140 to pick her up. That went crazy. Yeah, the white girls
0: did the Yeah, and you know, some people felt. So this is my take on it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, first off, people do a lot of shit to flex on the internet. Yeah, sure. do a lot of dumb shit. People really act out of character just to get go viral. And listen, mm-hmm. do you? But understand that you also have to realize that you will get roasted. And for sure. Just as much as you want to go viral and you want to clap back, others have the right to fucking roast you to oblivion. Like mm-hmm. so here's my thing. Listen, um, dudes who go for extremely petite women, y'all creep me out because mm-hmm. petite women tend to look way too young. Yeah,
2: for sure.
0: They tend to act childish as well. Like like petite women are chihuahuas. <laughs> okay? They always run in their mouth. They're always talking. They're always talking shit about everybody. But right, It's not until, you know, somebody comes through, a Rottweiler-ass bitch mm-hmm. comes through and rips your head off and humbles them. I yeah. saw what you said. And honestly, I thought you were genuine about it. Because to me, and this is just going off of Twitter interactions, you seem like the type of dude who's open to everything. Yeah, you see, so, so. you don't have a type per se, you just like what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the issue with people nowadays is that they feel so ingrained with having a type that if you veer off even for one second, they feel like, oh, you're a traitor, you're supposed to date this, you're supposed yes. to go out with this. I'm like, nah. If my dick gets hard for you, my <laughs> dick gets hard for you. Yeah. My dick gets for somebody else. I I don't
1: know what to tell you. I don't know <laughs> Like no, my thing is always like I don't, you know, because I I'm I'm 34, right? So my friendships. Oh, that's
0: a question, by the way, that somebody has. So, oh, um, yes, that's one I'm, of the, the questions has been answered. I was about to. I thought you were a little older because you said you graduated college at i A. I'm like, damn, I was still yeah. in high
1: school. No, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm I'm a year younger than um most of my graduating class, I started school in Maryland, unless you started school ah, early. Right. But like, me and my co-host, Peanut, Peanut's a full year older than me. His birthday is in November. He'll be 36. I'll be 35 in December. So, yeah, yeah. Um, gotcha. But no, my thing with women was always like, you know, I, I grew up, you know, my friends, and this isn't even something I was taught, but like, it was just understood like, you can make jokes about anybody, but like once your boy like is dating a girl, like joke's not funny no more. Like that's who you like. Like, whether she's skinny, whether she's big, yeah, you tall, short, like whatever. Like that's that's who we who you fuck with. And you right. know, I'm also like like I talk about how San Antonio is diverse. I'm also very aware that it's a military town, mm-hmm. So I got like black homeboys who got half white kids. You know what I'm right, saying? So right it's like, the jokes can be the jokes, but even when I make a joke, I always make it a point to say, like, I got homies with white wives, like, mm-hmm. regardless of how hard we're joking right now, there are absolutely good people out there who right. they are with, <laughs> whose houses I be at, like who I don't got no beef with, who understand how the world works, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, my thing is, when, when so whenever whenever I've had, like, a long-term girlfriend, like, they are like, I'm thinking about who's been my like long term girl. Um, I, the girl I dated uh going into college was slimmer, the girl I dated in college was slimmer. Um, mm-hmm. the girl I dated after college, you know, she was thick, and that's you know, um, who oh gosh, this is why you get on other people's podcasts like, she's still the girl I plan on marrying. <laughs> um, you know, wait,
0: and, you, you know. plan on marrying <laughs> her.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, does you she know? know? That's, oh, yeah, she does. You know, we okay. were together ten years. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. so we were, we we're a dog. So that's all. That's a long story, but we still okay. right. are very much in contact. We've had that conversation. So yeah, you know, she's um. <laughs> you got to tell. You said a podcast story. Her mother's white, but um, her dad is Pakistani. So that's a. Okay. Oh, you nice. think dating okay. white women is hard? Oh, oh god No, no, it's
0: true. I like wish. when you get into the cultural side of yeah. dating, like dating like a like an Asian family or dating into a Middle Eastern family, that's tough.
1: Yeah, you, you think yeah, you think white people are really difficult. Oh my god. But um, <laughs> but no, and we we you know, we, we get along just fine. That was more of a um, it was a situation where, you know, she expected to be married at a certain point, And mm-hmm. I thought there were things we needed to work on and mm-hmm. you know, hopefully it works out. But that's you know I love her to death and that's not nothing would change that. But no 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 no. Um, you know Moving the idea. Up the
0: podcast, if you're listening, Cam is not going to be married to anybody else. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. already put a down a deposit on the diary, right? Oh <laughs> well, yeah. The man is already oh, looking for places. So you just want to if you yeah, yeah. want to pop off for of one night, hit him up. <laughs> all
2: right?
1: Oh my god. But no. <laughs> um, what, uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm back. No, we're coming back to it. Um, no, 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 I've never like been a person with the- my preference is just that you're not like for real, for real, under 140. I'm not really trying to deal with you. But, okay. you know, I just, like, I'm not a small man. Like, I've never been like small woman guy, you know? Right. Like, like I'm not saying it's like they like little kids to me, but I'm just like, <laughs> It's never been for me to do what I want to do. I like you to be a little <laughs> thicker. That's all I'm saying. You know. All
0: right. So let me give you a list of wrestlers, female wrestlers. All right. You let me right. know if if they're gonna catch Cam's eye. All right. You're in a bar okay. after uh WrestleMania and you see Nia Jax walks in and she's a little tipsy turvy. Is she getting the hawk?
1: Absolutely. I'm taking her to Starbucks, I'm getting her some coffee and we're gonna figure <laughs> it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. No doubt. All right. Mandy Rose. No, because, Mm -hmm. and again, Mandy Rose is exactly who people would think I would gravitate to, and they sometimes talk about that. She talked crazy enough about uh, No Way Jose's hair. Like, I can't, you know. And shout out to Mandy Rose um, and Sonya Deville for, you know, being vigilant through that bullshit they went through. Like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. But nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Um, All right. What about. Just uh... like her? Sure.
0: What if uh Paige walks into the bar?
1: Yo, I did a pod like two weeks ago, uh, about uh fighting with my family. Yeah, um, if Paige was interested in me, I would feel like something was wrong with me (laughs) because I know how she rocks, like, I know her her dating habits. Yeah, she dates very
0: problematic men, so if she goes after you, then she probably detects some sort of. She thinks something wild about, about me. you didn't you know, know I mean? right?
1: <laughs> and for real, and, and yo, not that you wouldn't say this, but yo, everybody who's ever dog page for the, uh, the dream boat, the Xavier Woods stuff, you just wasn't getting none out here. Like,
0: yo, I'm going to I'm me, gonna say this. Yeah. I, we were definitely not clowning her. I, mm-hmm. If anything, we felt sympathy for her because for sure. that's a violation of privacy. Yeah. Um, but and at like, the same time, we were also praising her because I'm like, yo, she was out here in 4 21 dressing rooms getting it. Okay, yo,
1: Salute, yo. Like, <laughs> Yo, like, <laughs> NXT is college, man. Like, that's really, how really look is. at it. <laughs> really? Especially for somebody like Paige who didn't really get to go to college.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, that's college. Like, that's what you're supposed to do in college. If right. somebody had a video of me, I was like, just before Everybody was recording shit. If y'all saw what I did in college, you wouldn't follow me on Twitter. You get rid of me. I was acting a fool. My All God, right,
0: hackers! Hackers! If y'all listening to the Deadass Podcast, I'm gonna need y'all to work hard to find those videos and yeah, send them to if us. You can crack
1: if you can crack a Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> you might see some things, man. All right, Gotta he got a out. Motorola
0: Razor that needs that uh-huh. needs to be
1: cracked into. <laughs> it's wild, man. No, I don't know if y'all know how old I really am. For people who listen to this, um, my freshman year. Me and PJ Tucker lived a couple of doors down from each other. That's how old I am. Jesus. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the. I feel
0: like we're about to get a washed audience after this.
1: <laughs> Every time they talk about like him being like this traveled veteran, I'm just like, fuck. He's a he's a, a calendar year older than me. But I'm like, no, we we literally moved in the same day. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, Mickey James sees you in a bookstore and she makes eyes with you.
1: I'm asking her what I gotta do to get rid of Nick Alvis. Like who I gotta <laughs> call.
0: No, listen, this like, is a fantasy world. There's no yeah. husband. No, to
1: no, no, no. I've made it no like no joke about it. Not only do I think Mickey James and Trish Stratus had a damn near flawless WrestleMania match. It was like one botch. But no, she she's the most, she's the second. Most attractive woman in wrestling I've ever seen. She's number two. Her first. Victoria. Absolutely Victoria. Oh,
0: um, I absolutely agree
2: with that. Yes. Yeah.
1: I ran into her. Um, you know, luckily through the t- torch, we get uh media credentials for Comic Con. <gasps> so,
0: oh my god, yeah. you're my new best friend. That's it. Hold yeah. on, hold on. We need to talk about that, but I'm gonna let you
1: finish. We do, we do. All we gotta do is, all we gotta do is get you on a show or two. You can get them too. Um, but we um, I was there and I saw her and, and it was so cool. Like I shot a video of like her poster showing her, then I flipped it back to her, then I flipped the video, <laughs> then I flipped it back to her, and she made like this big face. And you know, we were trying to interview her and she was so sweet. She was like, no, yeah, I'm free Sunday. Let me know what you want to do. We ended up having some other stuff going on. But no, I just think that um, the thing about her was uh, I always loved her physique because she was strong but slim, but she was strong. And you know, her fucking moveset and just her mannerisms, she was always the one for me. So salute to, to Victoria. Um, always the one. But yeah, but no, Mickey James is right there. And yeah, hey boy. <laughs> nah, man. All nah, she gotta Dickie do is say James, the word,
0: man. Mickey James could get
1: it, yo. She's absolutely getting a steak dinner immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: She got a steak dinner with the extra hollandaise, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, what about Oscar? Yeah, man. Oscar is um and what's crazy about it is, you know, I wasn't on like the Connor train. Like I didn't know about, you know, like the soft core sheets and the matches. But yeah. no, nah, there's just something about being a cool woman. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like she's uh clearly she's attractive. Like that goes without saying. Like they don't they don't hire anybody that you wouldn't be attracted to That's just the, the nature of the game. She's <laughs> <But>, good, <laughs> yeah.
2: my bad.
1: Yeah, there's there's something to be said about just being good at your job whatever your job mm. is to having a dedication to having an enthusiasm oh yeah man and then you know somebody had the nerve to ask her if she was into black guys a couple of years ago on twitter she was like yep so yeah <laughs> no. absolutely man and then like I'm, I'm a sucker for an accent whether it's from japan or it's from new orleans like i'm a mm. sucker for an accent so I would just ask you questions, not really worried about what the answer is. You just want to, hear, just to hear you respond. Yeah, I'm with you. Is there any
0: are there any accents that like absolutely turn you
1: off? I'm a Boston accent. What am I gonna do with that? <laughs> like, what are we doing out here? You know what I'm saying? Like, nah.
0: Pam, you, you don't wanna go to donkeys? You don't wanna park the car in the hobby? Yeah. But what's wild
1: about it, like we're talking about white women, right? Like a a, a, a West Texas accent will do it for me though. Like, I'm like, okay, because, you know, like, Texas. if you a white chick is from West Texas, you like white... one I'm like, yeah, yeah.
0: Is there... Okay. <laughs> is there a feat, like, is there a, uh, an actress from West Texas that is white that I should, I'm just trying to understand mm-hmm. this accent. Like,
1: who... I'm trying to think of who has, like, a really good country accent. You know whose accent I didn't hate, even though I think her personality is just abysmal. I, didn't, I don't know where she's from specifically, but Jessica uh, Simpson's accent was always dope to me.
2: Mm, you know what okay.
1: I'm saying? but like, I, I blame any misogyny I have, I blame it on Nick Lachey. Because <laughs> he hated that girl. He was like, yo, you're so fucking stupid. Like, that was the crux of the show. Like She was really sweet and innocent. and He was like, yo, you're right. a fucking idiot. He is from
0: Abilene, Texas.
1: Wait, she is or he is?
0: Uh no, Jessica Simpson. Okay.
1: Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So so all my buddies who are kind of good at football but not great at football, go play for Abilene Christian. So yeah. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Absolutely.
0: I see. All right. Well, mm. um, just kind of mix in some wrestling stuff. Even though I feel like everyone's tuning in just for the hot goss, just for the fucking messiness of it all. Um what got you into wrestling in, a, in the beginning? Like, what is the the earliest wrestling memory
1: that you have? Yeah, so it's really two things. Um, and it's both major companies, as a matter of fact. Okay. So my dad, uh, my parents got divorced when I was like two or three, right? So I used to spend every other weekend with my father's side of the family.
2: Mm-hmm. But my
1: parents grew up five minutes from each other in different towns. That's how Maryland works. But um, I'd be with my my. Father or my grandparents every other weekend. My earliest memories, you know, me laying on my dad's back on the carpet in his apartment, watching WCW Saturday Night. Right? That is so cute. Yeah, that was that was it. But my mother, um, even though she was in the Air Force, you know, she's like still like an airman at this point, so she don't got no money. Um, so my mother worked part time at the Capitol Center, so she would I would go to Bullets games. Mm-hmm. I would go to Capitals games and I would go to wrestling. Like mm-hmm. I remember seeing a Ric Flair Hulk Hogan house show. You know, so <laughs> it was always that. And I'm one of them people who like I'm a sponge. Like my my father was into wrestling. My stepfather was into comics. So, you know, if you follow me on social media, that's me. You know All what right. I'm saying? Like I, that influence always stuck with me. And they weren't really of an age to turn into a fake you know Mm -hmm. but that was their thing so i always held on to it like i have um you know whenever we have like our little small gatherings and my friends are like can i bring my kid i'm like for sure i got all kind of shit for the kids so like i got this giant um i'm gonna flip it to you so you can see it um
0: by the way, uh, y'all, in case y'all wondering what that sound is, he's pouring up a third cup of alcohol.
1: It's all right? a fourth, this man yeah. is about
0: to get schmizzied on the podcast.
1: Well, look, look. Look at that. Can you see that?
0: So that is... Uh, why you got a big-ass dildo on your table?
1: Wow! Um, <laughs> you know, that's, Yeah, so you see the giant box of comics. Yes. And then I have Joker 100 right there. Oh! And then I have All these comics here under the table. So no, I'm just one of those people who like, you know, you grow up and things change and you start to have your disagreements and stuff like that, but I'm very much influenced by my father and my stepfather. Like, Mm -hmm. They watched wrestling and read comics and watched sci-fi and lifted weights and read Stephen King. And that's all the same stuff that I still do because that was my understanding of what a man did. You know what I'm saying so I, I clung on to all that stuff so yeah it was um really just yeah influences from the men of my life my grandfather told me a story about how I made him buy me a comic or I wouldn't leave the store when I was a kid I was like wow why'd you let me be such a piece of shit he's like I didn't you just were. I was like oh <laughs> thanks pop but yeah that's you know that's how I went
0: that's pretty dope yo so do you think you know, like, your love of wrestling from when you first started out. Has it changed? Has it waned? Has it grown? Like, you know, what's what's been keeping you still in the loop with wrestling?
1: So, I really got to credit Bruce Mitchell for a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Senior analyst, Pro Wrestling Torch. You know, I was a fan and just a fan of wrestling, and I started listening to his stuff, and I realized that what was more important for the things that I do was understanding how it worked
2: mm-hmm. and the
1: things that went into it and the people who were behind it and how they influenced it, right? So am I still a big fan? Yes. I still absolutely have people I root for, um, people I want to see be successful, stories I want to see be completed. All that is still there, right? Mm-hmm. But the why is what's so important now. And I think that, the reason that even when I'm joking why what I do might connect more than some other people is because mm-hmm. it comes from a place of why does this work the way it is? Or what's this person's motivation? I've right. like, been clowning Dolph Ziggler all the time. <laughs> he's a phenomenal athlete. Like, he's great, right? But you make a joke about Dolph being MAGA or Dolph being extra or Dolph's energy being misdirected, it hits more than he had a good match. Because it's showing people you're thinking on another another level. So am I absolutely still a fan? For sure. But uh, the bigger thing for me is, excuse me, if I can draw attention to why a thing is the way it is, Mm
2: -hmm. that's
1: why, like, they'll pay me to write an an article. You know what I'm saying? That's why somebody, like, you will ask me on their platform because the why is what matters. But no, I, I still, and, and I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, it's gotten to the point where I have, like, people I'm cool with in, like, these main events of these pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. And it ain't because I'm a wrestling fan. It's because they saw, like, okay, here's somebody who isn't shitting on me and also isn't gassing me, but is talking about the business I work in in a way that I also think about it. Right. You know, so so that's that's kind of the bigger thing now, but am, I'm still going to act the fool every time Montez Ford <laughs> does a frog splash. <laughs> and every time Bianca Belair <laughs> throws somebody to the third row and, you know, every time uh, uh, an MJF says the wildest slick shit, like I'm always still going to hype that up because that's still good. You know? Right,
0: but you're still also thinking about, you know, everything else that not only led up to that, but you're thinking about, you know, what's happening behind the scenes, what's happening mm-hmm. in front of the scenes, on the side, up, down, left, right, all of that shit, which I think that's, you know, that's important as you get older as a fan. It's like, listen, you are a-okay to mark out, but it's also time to grow up and learn like, yo, this shit is not real life,
2: Yeah, like, yeah. you to
0: appreciate a lot of things about it. You know, you can definitely look into things in a different light, you know, like, from when you watch wrestling as a kid is not the same as when you watch wrestling as an adult
1: mm. right? the world changes like you know I wasn't worried about how Hulk Hogan felt about black people in 1993 <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying like that didn't matter to me but you know I think that you know Wrestlemania 19 for a lot of us is like that turning point where mm. Triple H got to say all this wild shit about Booker T and Booker T didn't get to win and so then you start to be like oh okay like, and, and then, you know, we, I say lucky, like we're fortunate enough to be in a situation where we're like, we got to see Vince McMahon tr- support Trump, right? Right. But like, what that taught me was, no, it ain't that Vince McMahon is the only white dude out there who supports Trump. That's mm-hmm. just white dudes with money. Yeah. Like, that's exactly. kind of how that works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's how they roll. So then you start to look closer at how they treat black people. Like, mm-hmm. the thing about Vince McMahon is, Vince McMahon has always wanted a black all-American superstar. Like, regardless of how he feels about how the world should work, he always got the importance in that. And, right. and my thing was always like, you know, we have a lot of people who say, um, how can you support this company with how they feel? And I'm like, yo, you ain't been black." too long. Because if I decided to boycott every white person in charge about, you know, who might have done some racist shit, I'm gonna be fucking sitting in my backyard <laughs> while somebody else rents my house. Because, you know, that's the game. You can't fight that. But what you do is you write the articles and you have the podcast and you have the tweets to put pressure on people. Even if it doesn't change a single billionaire's mind, if you change that white dude's mind in your tax bracket, right? Or who's following you on Twitter and thinks you cool? I mean, you're doing what you can.
2: You know what it. Every so, little
0: bit counts. You're yeah. absolutely right about that. It's like you know, I, we've seen. I think um, after maybe January, or February, we've seen our white follower count grow surprisingly yeah. enough because we roast white people on a on a daily basis,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but. It's because we're like, listen, all right, this is why y'all be fucking up. Here are <laughs> the examples. Here's how you could not fuck up and be a better person. Some people take it. Some people don't. Um, we've also seen, you know, like, the. Un, unfortunately, we have a bigger male fan base. And I think it's just because wrestling in general is male centric um yeah. but now that we got you on the show we might get a lot of biddies <laughs> to listen
1: i didn't mean, want to right? wanted to go ahead and yeah. bring the
0: legion of of women that you be fucking with to, onto yeah, the man. show
1: shout out to the paw patrol all
0: right shout out to the paw patrol. you know they they can come through but it's true it's like if you can just change one person's mind that you can actually reach out and relate like that would actually make a slight difference and Um, just kind of to go back with what you're saying, like with our platforms, you know, there's, we're kind of carving out a niche market of ourselves, right? Because you can be like a a black wrestling fan and be like, kind of like, you know, what I like to say, white adjacent,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know? where you don't really are into the stereotypical stuff. You're just like, hey, you know, I listen to My Chemical Romance and emo shit or whatever. And then you could be like an urban fan where, you know, you listen to hip-hop and you watch anime. Like, you're into street shit, but you also are into wrestling. And I think, like, you know, the intersection of wrestling, of, like, how there's so many small pockets of different fan bases, right? It's like... If you can reach into those different pockets and just like yank somebody out and wake them up a little bit, you know, you're you're doing a good thing. And I think that the internet allows us to do that. The internet allows us to reach into different pockets, just like you be reaching out to different DMs.
1: So <laughs> you know first of all, I was in this. And I mean this. And yo, I'm trying to think if anybody can get me on this. You you really not gonna find a girl who said I DM'd her first. That's really not okay. my game. Ladies, um, challenge
0: DM challenge. <laughs> I'm gonna put this up DM ah. challenge. If you can show us a screenshot that Seahawk reached out to you first, we're not giving you shit, but we'll give you a little bit of clout on Twitter. So, um, <laughs> no, if y'all want, cause... you know, a couple yeah. reaches
1: and, and you know, people say this like I'm afraid of rejection. Like I don't really.
0: So, are you saying that women come to you first?
1: I'm saying that I don't come to them first. Is what I'm saying.
0: So how but, you? Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. Absolutely. <laughs> stop. How do you get
1: girls? Um, I think it's. I really think it's just being authentic, man. Like I. Listen, sir. got <laughs> a job into you.
0: I am. I. I, serious, I can roast bro. you from here, but I'm not gonna hit you. I'm serious. If like, you're afraid just, of rejection and bro. you don't approach women, what is I, the Actual way of you getting girls,
1: I think it's because I'm cool, like, I really don't like, I don't feel any depressed women. I think you can be cool with a woman and not like want her, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I think friends that
0: with them first,
1: but I, I think it's what we talked about earlier like, when you don't have a preference, when you think a lot, like, different styles of women sir, are attracted. you
0: are tap dancing around this fucking question. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Alright? No, listen, listen, you listen. You are tap dancing around nah. the question. It is a simple answer. How do you get women
1: looking the way I look?
0: Okay, there we go, sir. You <laughs> see? It wasn't so fucking hard. <laughs> I know, you be at the bar, you be at brunch, yeah. you'd be you be flushing the muscles, in the muscle tees, you be wearing your... Your yeah, favorite you know. sting t shirt.
1: <laughs> and you be. <laughs> that, was a great set. that was a great Sunday, by the way. <laughs> hey, shout out to Steve Borden, man. You, you did your thing. Um, But nah, it's just. I keep, I keep dropping this thing. I'm sorry. When, when this man is really
0: capping on the pod. I don't like yeah, that. No,
1: nah, when, we're, when we're like in person, like I tell you, we went to brunch. Me and my girl, we went to brunch in Harlem. And, you know, I was out there and I had the wildest fit on. Yo. You're not like. I think because I was in New York and I was like, nobody knows me here. People dress all different kinds of ways here. Nobody's going to feel no mm-hmm. way. So I'll, I'll send that to you later. Like I was on, it's on Instagram. I had on some, some jean, some black jean jorts tight um, that didn't come it. to my knee. So they have like the, you know, they have like the rips at the bottom. I had a cutoff black Nike Dennis Miller tee. And a black bandana. And I had the whole <laughs> mohawk going. Yo, like, you couldn't have told me nothing. I was clean, boy. And this is when I was, like, uh, this was two summers ago. So, I was, like, 183 soaking wet. But I might have been 12% body fat. I was out I was there, man. Like, I, was, I was out this there. This man has real.
0: percentages. Yeah, it was, you know, it was a All different right. time. Um, This man has percentages <laughs> and figures. You know this man talking about, oh, you know twelve percent body fat, meanwhile, I'm sitting here with probably seventy percent body fat, but it's all good though, it's all Crazy. good you know no,
1: <laughs> I think um you know i i'm I'm always open to a conversation, and I don't think that conversations are supposed to lead to us being a thing. I think that's that is, what makes it yeah. easy man I, that is I think that's
0: that future says by the way, so you sound very um somewhat you know
1: somewhat yeah. toxic. I- I, oh, I'm terrible. I, um, <laughs> you know, I was, um, when I went to college, like when I first got there, I was like 145 pounds soaking wet. The end of my freshman year, I was 240 pounds. I gained a hundred pounds. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I was, college was humbling, man. I was used to being like super in shape athlete and then had to deal with that. So mm-hmm. when I, Got around, you know. When I basically, when I was around thirty. I ended up losing most of that weight and really being in the gym. And you hit thirty, and the attention level is different. It's just, right. you know, you just got to be out there. You know, you be out there and you out there talking to people and kicking it, and it it just works out. And Twitter, I feel like it's the same way. Like, yeah, again, you're not gonna find a woman who's gonna say <laughs> I ever pressed her or I was like harassing her or shooting at her. It just don't work out like that. But
0: the
1: things I've seen in the DM, oh, it's filthy, and I love every minute of it. It's, it's amazing. Women are very <laughs> generous. They are. If you're nice to them and they like you, boy, they'll show you some things, man. I love it.
0: I mean, especially if you look the way you look, I think. so. It makes like, it looks,
1: a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, looks get you pretty far out mm. here in life, you know. So all y'all ugly boys listening to the podcast, if you don't look like Cam... <laughs> you know, at least, like, there's other ways to do that, women. Washing your ass, washing your armpits, washing underneath your balls, you know?
1: Yo. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I'm on your show because I want to say this. Like, first of all, the second part of that is this I'm talking all this shit, right? <laughs> you have never seen me publish a single DM. You ain't seen me publish a single video. You ain't seen me publish a single nude. You ain't seen me clap back at no girls. I don't do none of that <laughs> shit. It because it don't make sense. Like, mm. if a girl's nice enough to show you a video of her asshole, you should just always be nice to her. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you should. That's always true. That's true. Nice to
0: but like, I'm gonna say this to the ladies too. Listen, ladies, you don't need to be showing the goods off that quickly. You got to make them guess. You got to make them think. You got to make them, you know, like... If you're not on OnlyFans paying for it, at least let them wait a little longer than usual.
1: She's right, but also I won't tell.
0: Okay. That too. (laughs) That too. Find yourself a dude that's not going to tell, that's not going to share it.
1: You know, I mean, I will appreciate it. I will applaud it. I might get your nails done. Um, (laughs) Yo, I didn't realize how like how much it cost to get a girl's nails done so recently I was like damn baby like ooh really? $50? okay well I
0: don't know she might have finessed you out
1: a little bit. Might, hey, look they look good I was like they, damn they may have cost
0: 25 and she probably used the rest to get herself a little bit of a she probably got herself a Travis Scott meal
1: she definitely was out getting mimosas like that same weekend, because I seen them males, like, holding the glass. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, well, all right. That's that's how it goes.
2: Right. Um,
1: But, yeah, man, women are, uh, especially, like, wrestling Twitter, like, it's super interesting
2: because
1: you know, like anything else, and it's not a knock to them, they want to fuck the wrestlers, and they should. Like, Mm -hmm. this is probably the, like, the thing I can spill. These niggas are not unattainable. <laughs> because <laughs> They're really not, though. Yeah, I'm not going to share I'm not going to say I shared nobody with nobody, but oh. there's some overlap.
2: And oh. I'm a super
1: regular nigga. Like, you know, like they they live their, their, their fantasy lives where they get to go do their thing. They live real lives, too. And yeah, there's
0: Not gonna lie, though, I totally fucking agree with what you're saying. Some of these indie wrestlers, and even big-time wrestlers, Mm. I'm telling you, your looks can be in the fucking basement. You could be the most washed girl ever. You're probably gonna be a, a hard six on wrestling Twitter, you can probably get with a wrestler.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. Like, straight up. i will sharing somebody with a world champ.
0: Like that, oh. You know, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What promotion? Can you say what promotion?
1: Well, I say world champ. World champ, but... hey, but one promotion with a world champ, to me. Okay. You know, you know, that ain't a knock on nobody. I'm just saying, like, the world's built like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's...
0: So, Cam is out here um tag-teaming. I ain't say all that. World champs, okay. I ain't say
1: all that. I'm just saying, I was, you know... <laughs> I might have been on the same tour. But, uh, oh, I see. Okay. But, you know, but this ain't... The biggest thing, this ain't rocking Austin days. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not large in life. Like, these dudes is really out here. Like, they, right. they you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember, shout out to my man Sean Radikin because, um, you know, the torch gets uh, media passes to the live events. Mm. So, like, I go to a Raw one time. Uh, I take me, my girl, or homegirl, we out there kicking it. We go to the bar after the show. We out there playing beer pong with Anderson and Gallows. Like, you know, what? it's just they out here. Like, it's not no, it, it, again, it's not 20 years ago where everybody's large in a life. Like, they, mm-hmm. they out here living, you know what I'm saying? It's not, nobody's secretive about it.
2: But yeah, it's you not, know, I mean,
1: me, you know, having something in common with somebody who held the big belt, isn't crazy. It's just, <laughs> straight up, it's not crazy. It's just how the world works. Like, he social media is just- different now.
0: You just coming out here low key flexing, you know. You just low key saying not, like, yo. I'm, I'm
1: talking about what it is.
0: He, he had my sloppy seconds. That's basically what. No, 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 no.
1: Sloppy seconds aren't real. Let me say that.
0: Okay. If Sloppy
1: seconds were real. <laughs> <laughs> if Sloppy seconds were real. I would be a be, fucking oh, petri God. dish of bacteria. I'm just saying. You wouldn't feed me to anybody. Um but nah, that's that's not the move. But it's just like you know, people out here doing their thing, and they allowed to do their thing at this point, and it's not taboo. So you know, it's it's just it's just me saying that like this is motivation for everybody else. Maybe like you're not you're not that far off from dealing with somebody you like who might have dealt with somebody you worship. True,
2: it's just that's a game. True,
0: game.
1: That yeah for it's that's sure True. On.
0: Uh, I'm going to take a quick break here so we can try to pay our bills because we got a, a cool sponsorship, which is appropriate that you're on the show for this episode. All right. We're still in oh. quarantine. All right. We're still home. Hopefully y'all are socially distancing. But listen, if you got to go out there and pick yourself up, uh, you know, a little sun, son, maybe on your way to the dick appointment. Maybe you're going to go drop some dick off, whatever. If you want to spice it up, adamandeve.com actually has you with a wide selection of toys. Adam and Eve, thank you for sponsoring the Deadass Girls Podcast. Get yourself a fleshlight, a pocket pussy, a butt plug, whatever you're into, you will find a large selection of adult toys for yourself, your significant partner, or others. If you use um, our code Erotica, you get 25% off plus free shipping. All you got to do is click the link in the bio, you know, add some things in the cart. Um, If you're trying to slide into Seahawk DMs, add some stuff for him in there too. All right. Uh, Maybe put in a little sex swing if only if you're above 140. Okay. Only if you're above 140. We don't play. All right. The sex swings have a max weight limit of 300 pounds, so you're good. All right. So again, adamandeve.com. That has link on link in our bio for more details.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what I found out like in the last month or so? Oh,
0: let's see.
1: I found out girls don't like bag no condoms or they prefer skin condoms,
0: huh? Well, it so it definitely depends. Um, and I think it just depends on everyone. First and foremost, definitely ask them if they have an allergy. You know, find out if they're allergic to latex.
2: Because
0: mm. um, the last thing you want to do is end up in the ER with her <laughs> for
1: that. You?
0: Right? Um, Right? I know that some people like the skin condoms or the lamb condoms, whatever they call it, because of how thin they are.
2: Mm.
0: Um, some girls are wild girls. They just like going raw. You know? Um, some girls, you know... They probably want some extra. So, you know, they'll ask for like the medicated condoms, especially if you have sensitive skin. So, it's a lot of different uh, variations. Just definitely ask him or her or they. You know, we're inclusive. We want to make sure we use all the appropriate pronouns.
1: Um, if I can give away some game real quick um, if you got a girl who like is not your girl and you've established is not your girl and she's worried about you having sex with other people, but you're safe about it, um, what you should do is, and again, if you're safe about it, you should keep like a box of condoms in the plastic and don't open it, and put that in one dresser. <laughs> in the box of condoms that you're really running through, you put that in another dresser. Because <laughs> she's going to look, when you go to the bathroom, Because sometimes, it depends. Like, Puerto Rican girls will get you to warm town. Like, they're just built like that. And it's really fantastic. Um, White women, apparently, don't believe in the warm town. Like, they want to, like, talk about how you feel afterward. Um, And then start, like, looking at stuff. So, I'm just saying, like, you know, have your dummy box of condoms that you don't plan on running through. And what you do is, you make sure it's the pack with, like, all the, like, you know, for her pleasure options like the fire and the ice and the lightning and oh, the fucking God. rocks. Wait, is that condoms or an RPG? Anyway, you get that <laughs> and you keep that in your drawer. No, also, let me tell you this.
2: <sighs> if she
1: leaves her earrings there, it's completely on purpose, right? Now, I
0: agree, yes. If they leave any N- article, yeah. like if you're messing with someone and it's not, you know, you've established that y'all are not exclusive y'all are not together but they are leaving articles of their personal belongings behind what you you should do is to collect that and put it in a box somewhere hidden or throw it out because um, that sends very confusing signals to somebody when you say oh no no we're not together we're not together but I left my sweater at your house it's like listen.
1: I got enough hoop earrings in my room to start my own pirate ship. I'm <laughs> like, yo, like, this is becoming a habit. Like, this is crazy. You got to put these away. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. Um, shout out to Adam and Eve, man. Um,
0: yo, shout out to Adam and Eve. First of all, when we got that sponsorship, we were head over heels because it was a sponsorship that was very appropriate for the podcast as we always dive into the sexual aspects. Um, before we head into our next segment, I want to ask you, Cam, do you have any preferred toys that you've used either on yourself or with others?
1: So a long, long time ago, right? Uh-huh. Um uh shout out to my man uh my man Joe. Uh Joe is a guy I did my undergrad with. Mm-hmm. Um Joe is, uh, does this really cool show uh, here in Austin, uh, For Lovers Only, which is like a spoken word singing show. Um, Joe is unapologetically, you know, a gay man. He talks about his relationships with men. Uh, We had him on the South Congress pod to talk about his show. Uh, We went to his show, um, had him do like um, like a debrief, like a deload after the show. Um, amazing all three parts after that we got together to do a show called uh, I Just Want to Tell Stories and it was (laughs) me producing uh, the podcast with him getting together talking to his friends who are producers and content creators of color Mm -hmm. and mostly uh, mostly gay men as a matter of fact And it was a really fun show Um, I like being able to sit back uh, all I did, you know, was my camera It was my audio equipment I went back and edited, did the videos uh, Fantastic experience Met some great people um, So we did all that And uh, I think the last show that we went to His last sh- live show They mm-hmm. gave out these bags From their clinic He went to the Kind Clinic, which is like A sexual awareness clinic So it's like all these contraceptives And uh, sunglasses and hat and on move line, and stuff.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yo, so my second Valentine's date again. Don't ask. <laughs> um, you know how you like how you have a date on the fifteenth? And yo, shout out to wow. Euphoria Wrestling in San Antonio. Uh, uh, my man AJ Gray. Uh, even though we were cool and we had done a show, that's where we finally actually linked. Yeah. He was working that show, so we got together that night. And kicked it. Uh, shout out to him and Chris Bay. Oh, my biggest regret, man. My second biggest regret. I got two regrets in wrestling media. One, okay. me and Stokely Hathaway did a Skype interview a month before WWE signed him, and I didn't record. Dang! That's my man, too. Like, shout out to Stokely. Shout out to uh, to Malcolm Velley. That's my man. For, um, yo,
0: he is fucking phenomenal on Twitter, right? That he's man great. is
1: hilarious. Yeah, man. He's, he's a solid dude. Um, out of New York, like like outside of character, and he's great in character, but outside of character, Mm -hmm. his enthusiasm for the business is amazing. Um, So on that same show with AJ Gray, Chris Bay is performing on that show. Him and Myron Reed had a banger of a match. So afterward, I'm telling Chris, I'm like, yo, I gotta interview you before you get signed. I see everything Cody's saying. He's like, yo, if we don't do it tomorrow, I don't know. Sure enough, he signed with Impact the next day. Right, Dang. so it's like <laughs> damn, right. But no, um, I say that to say, uh, you know, I'm from San Antonio, so my second Valentine's date was in San Antonio that weekend. Um, definitely came with the con clinic pack, mm-hmm. um, and I'll I'll send you the photo afterward. But a young lady had a very special toy. Oh, oh, I'm going say it. I'm on the show. It was a cock and um, okay. she was reading the instructions. She found out how it worked, and it worked. It um, worked? Yeah, but she also gave me an edible, so I was on my wild shit.
0: Dang. Um, Yo, high sex is yeah. the best.
1: No, I got a girl down here um, who uh, has supplied me with a few of those. She gave me one last night, as a matter of fact. Um, I didn't beat. I fell asleep. But <laughs> <laughs> But I tell you, like, Because we're talking about it, if you've never had sex on an edible, I don't know if this is like a muscle thing, but you can feel it in like three different places. Like, like your abs have like a sensation (laughs) when you're doing it. So like, and that's the only person I've been with on it. But yo, the slow stroke is crazy on an edible. Um, But no, we're talking about sex toys, right? No, yeah, 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 and this is uh, not to give Shorty's game away, but you know she's a little bit younger than me, not young, okay. but a little bit younger than me. So it's always like,
0: like an appropriate young, or is it creepy
1: young? She's twenty six. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, 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 I'm not. I would. I'm giving the age out. Like, no, no, no. She's twenty six. So yeah, when I when I get to San Antonio, um, yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. So,
0: the ring. All No, right. she pulled well, out.
1: No, I'm going to show you the picture. Yo, she had the instruction. She wanted to know exactly how it worked. And yo, she's a teacher, but she's not a science major. But yo, she was <laughs> working that shit like Einstein because I knew exactly what to do. It was amazing. And yo, yo like I told you, the girl who be checking the cognitive count, she was like, um, where's the ring? I was like, oh, I, I misplaced that bag. <laughs> but I, I had two bags. So I, I showed up. I just didn't want to no smoke.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, uh, listeners, if y'all want to try to replicate the kind of night that Seahawk had, all right, get yourself some edibles. Hit up the plug. Get yourself the Happy Rabbit Love Ring, which is a clock ring. It's a silicone, so if you're allergic to, like, rubber and stuff, it's perfect for you. It's also vibrating if you want that extra, extra goodness, And it stretches to every single size. So, again, AdamAndEve.com, the Deadass Girls link. It's in the bio. We're gonna put it out there. All right, Seahawk, you can feel free to share the link with your listeners as well. You know, if they want to, I'm not
1: gonna explain why, but I'm absolutely (laughs) gonna be like, yeah, (laughs) if you need this Cochran, you need this Cochran right here. (laughs) Listen to uh, Deadass Girls podcast at this minute mark, and then go buy
0: it. Exactly. And I'll let you know as well, so that we can link. Matter it. of
1: fact, <laughs> as we're talking, like I'm gonna DM you the picture.
0: <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's do it. I was out here while but you're no, yeah. sending me DMs. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the Twitter peeps. All right, a lot of Twitter peeps um, actually chimed in. They kind of wanted to ask some questions, drop off some comments. So I'm just gonna, you know, pick some of them, and I'll just kind of give you the floor to answer them. How's that sound?
1: That sounds fantastic.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, first off, I got to get my my favorite mate, my favorite bloke from across the way, Jason from Women Love Wrestling, okay? um, He would like to know how you ended up on the PW Torch team and also the age-old question, just how big is Batista's dick? Okay, um... (laughs) I don't know about 100. that second question. So no, let's
1: talk about the second question first though. Like, <laughs> you know, Batista, even though he's like mixed with a bunch of shit, that's a nigga from DC. So it don't really matter, <laughs> right? Like, no, like he just, like, he he just he got the sauce, man. It's different. Like, he out there in a thousand degree weather in an arena in a white turtleneck holding the world heavyweight title. Right. You know, you 6'3, 6'4, you you 290, like abs out this world. Like, you you just a cool dude. So, you know, him bagging Molina, you know, whoever else. Like He's Greek
0: and Filipino.
1: Y'all, that's what was going to happen. Like, you just a cool dude. There ain't nothing around that. But, you know, me hooking up with the torch, I explained that earlier on the show. Like, you know, me being a dude out of college, me listening to uh, the East Coast cast, and, and to give it away, like, I'm a kid who my internship in high school with Chuck McAtenick, which mm-hmm. isn't going to mean anything to anybody if they're not from San Antonio, but that was Maximum Sports, mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: which was like a local Fox sports cast in San Antonio. So, you know, I wanted to be Bryant Gumbel back since I was a little kid. So this was always kind of in the mode. You know, when I was at UT, I was doing, um, I was doing student TV. Uh, so this was always kind of coming and then you know Travis and him thought I was cool and then you know Wade Keller he's not just a guy who he ain't just a manager like he knows who's working on his team so eventually he was reaching out like yo you want to do the show with me and yeah so it was just um, Travis Bryant mostly I always show him love Mm -hmm. when I can Um, just realizing that there were people around him who were fans who could also help out his platform And so yeah, it was just uh, it was a black guy having the courage to get himself on, and then knowing that people like him would help his brand. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got in with the torch, absolutely.
0: And that is a a dope story, and we're glad that it actually works out. Do you still contribute? Like, has is it as uh, frequent as it was in the beginning, or has that? Yeah,
1: so I still do the East Coast cast every week with Travis, still co-hosting. Typically, Wade reaches out. Uh, once or twice a month to co-host mm-hmm. on either Raw or SmackDown. Not I hate yet. when they ask me to do SmackDown because I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm on these hoes, but I can't really do SmackDown right now. <laughs> but, um, you know, if like I got to do it, I got to do it, but he's good about that. I just <laughs> always remember WrestleMania weekend last year, me doing our show, me doing my own show, me guest hosting and me hosting Bruce's show, I've never been that physically exhausted in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it made me realize how all this was working. So right. shout out to the torch, man. Like I, I've, they've made it possible for me to have a name out here for me to get money out here. Um, and they always support everything that I do. Like you're not going to find a bunch of super liberal wrestling companies, but they are absolutely that. And, they don't treat us like tokens. Like they absolutely support the things that we do and shout them out. So, mm-hmm. shout out to the torch, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's truly like what what's needed out here. Like mm-hmm. so many times, especially in, in the media industry, you know, they're like, "Yeah, we have a diverse team," and it's like they're only doing it to meet a quota. They're not doing it because they actually care about your actual voice. Mm-hmm. We got Benji, longtime friend of the show, love him to death. Uh... So he has two questions, all right? So first off, when did his love for the white woman start? Mm-hmm. And how has it been being a pog activist?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So and shout out to his... Benji with the with the big flags in his, in his uh, Twitter name. I, I know right. you, Benji. Shout out to you. Um, but then you have a more
0: serious question. Okay. Uh, what has the process been like for BW Coalition and how important it is to have that sort of platform especially when Black voices are spoken over in wrestling?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, with the first one, well, you know, women are women, man. Women are attracted to right, women, women.
0: Listen to the beginning of the podcast yeah, and for sure. the answer to that.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Black Wrestling Coalition, man, it was the biggest thing was, like, I looked around and, and granted, there are people who I have met and talked to who are Black in this wrestling space who are super dope, Right. I never felt like they reached back to the people who supported them. And that could be me just not seeing it, because I don't know, right? But my thing was always like, look, if I got, and this is at the time, I think it was still 7,000, but if I got 7,000 followers, and my man has 1,400, but my man's work is amazing, or my homegirl's work is amazing, Like, what do I look like as a supporter, as a friend, as somebody who interacts, not shouting them out, Mm -hmm. like not saluting them, not hyping up what they do? So I was like, well, it makes more sense if I can organize it to where we're all under one umbrella. So whenever they post something or have an idea, that they can, I can retweet it so that. It gets hyped up. You know exactly. what I'm saying, like, so yeah. Black Wrestling Coalition was really, and I have to be, you know, transparent. You see the stuff with George Floyd. You see the stuff with Brianna Taylor, and you realize if we don't look out for us, nobody's gonna look out for us. Exactly. Like, you can't tell me, and not not you, but you can't tell me your favorite black writer from a wrestling site.
2: Mm-hmm. You can't
1: tell me your favorite black commentator. You can't tell me your favorite Black graphic artist. And for me, shout out to my man Christian from Tiger Driver, my favorite creator. Shout out to my man uh, Grammy Newton from Public Enemies, my favorite uh, Black wrestling podcaster. I love those kids, right? Mm -hmm. But a white person can't tell me who their favorite is. Because they don't exist. Because they're not hyped up. Because they're not pushed to the forefront. Like, is there a Black... Correspondent or writer for uh, Wrestling Observer. I don't know. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell you the black people work for The Torch. And it's not me saying The Torch is like inherently better. I'm just saying, like, all these platforms. It's more transparent. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like, like Dave Meltzer, I don't know Dave, Dave Meltzer from nobody. He has his flaws he has, the things that he's good at. I don't know none of that, right? But Mm -hmm. what I know is, when I think of his brand, I don't think of the people of color or women who work there. Like Brian Alvarez, you got a Hispanic last name. I don't know nothing about you. You look like a white dude to me. And you might not be. You might identify as super Hispanic dude, but I'm just talking about what I see. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, look, I ain't the most popular guy in the world, but if my voice is big enough to amplify one other black voice... I gotta do that. So mm-hmm. that, that's what it was, man. It was just about being selfless, but also understanding that, you know, I'm I'm mortal. My life is finite. So if I don't leave this thing better than what I left it, what did I really do?
0: Right. That's
1: what it was for me.
0: And that's a that's a very sincere answer. And I think that's what um a lot of like a lot of people that I've met through doing the podcast has been because we share the same similar message. It's like, you know, carving out a space for us, like the, the urban fan, you know, like the, like where the Dominican fans at, you know, where's the Jamaican fans at, where's the black fans of wrestling, where, you know, it's not only wrestling, but it's also like a cultural thing for us. Right. And we kind of connect it in different ways because we watch wrestling and we see like, you know, sometimes they make our culture caricature, yeah. And it's like, yo, it's up to us to be like, nah, chill. Like, this is something that we care about. And, you know, we gotta, you know, we should do better to get the respect that we deserve.
1: No, and I'll say it. The first, and, and, and granted, like, there may be somebody else who did it. Like, I always shout out Damian Nelson. Like, I finally mm-hmm. reached out to him on Twitter, um, Pro Wrestling Report, who was like the first dude I really saw doing this. But I don't even know how on purpose it was, but I'm always going to salute Travis Bryant. That's the first person I know as a black person who took a chance on another black person in right. wrestling media. And I'm always going to love him for that, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, shout out to
0: Travis Bryant. <laughs> yeah,
1: it wasn't until like I could do that to where I'm like, yo, this is how it needs to be, but no, nah, if we loved each other a bit more, man, we would have all this. You know what I'm saying? Like we mm-hmm. we do the dope shit. Like it's clear we do the dope shit.
2: Right. Like,
1: people <laughs> go to, so it should be more of that. Absolutely.
0: We got another question here from Nate Outreach. Um, love you, Nate. Also a true fan of the Deadass family. Do you plan to work outside of Texas?
1: Um yeah, Texas, oh God, Texas is home, man. Like I can't I can't stress how much I love it. Like I've been trying mm-hmm. to secure an ACH interview since ACH left. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's from Austin, you know, but like he don't know me. Like I get it. You know, that might take you know, somebody right. making an introduction, but um, no. And actually, also, given
0: everything that's happened with him, he might feel like you know he, don't he might get. that that gotcha questions. You know, I might be
1: the dude trying to exploit him. He don't know. He mm-hmm. might just want to get out there and wrestle. Um, but no, right now, still the plan. The plan is very much to have our WrestleMania weekend brunch in LA uh, next spring. You know, and we, I'm we trying hope. to go
0: to that. I hope it's gonna be weird. That- yeah, oh, I'm, you know. I'm, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, "Yo, I'm there." Like, I am. You want to so do that?
1: There. <laughs> um, you know, and we um, the biggest thing about that was like, you know, it's not you're not pressed to talk about wrestling or be about wrestling or mm-hmm. wrestlers show up or you sign autographs or nothing like that. Like, yo, we all exist outside of this, so let's kick it outside. Of this. All right, it's like a saying? kickback so,
0: is chill, you yeah. know. Meet who you want to meet. If mm-hmm. there's a follower, you've been dying to fuck. You know that's the
1: place
2: <laughs> to do it. All
1: no, right. So, L <laughs> LA, LA, New York and Florida. If if those are the places that are hosting these larger events, like that's what we want to be a part of. Like that's mm-hmm. who we want to. Uh,
0: that could be that could our that. version of uh, of what's that thing that uh damn I forgot his name. Um, whatever. When yeah. it comes to me, when it comes to me, it's the the fucking a uh, Wale? You know, you know how yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's,
0: yeah, it's kind of like yeah, our Wale mania, yeah, there you and, go. <laughs>
1: and for sure, like, we want to, and not that they aren't accessible, because they absolutely are, but mm-hmm. we want to also make sure, like, we can also, we can always exist in the same space, like, you know, like, we were still, you know, coming up, but people were showing love, like, strangers were showing love in New Orleans, you know? Right. They was coming up to us, like, at Access, like, saying, you know, they know what we do, like, they appreciate what we do, so... Yeah, man, like it's not even about like who's the most famous and who can do what, but it's about, mm-hmm. you know, can I get back to this? Because, you know, like outside of this, I got a career, you know, like right. if, if if nobody ever let me talk about wrestling ever again, my money's going to be cool. But it, it's a thing where if I've done enough in this space to have a voice, like I want to share that. That's exactly what I want to do, for sure.
0: Exactly. We got the black Seth Rogan, who I'm pretty sure we roasted because we did a segment not too long ago where we had people send in a selfie and let us roast them. So I'm pretty sure I remember this dude. <laughs> he wants you to play Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Julie Cash, Lisa Ann, and Sarah J. Alright.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Yo, so it's crazy, right? I gotta kill Julie Cash. Oh okay. All right, right, so I gotta kill Julie Cash because like like she be doing her thing, like like clearly she be doing her thing, right? But you've been doing your thing since like 2014. Like, can I trust you? Like, how do you really (laughs) feel? Like you I appreciate the enthusiasm. Um absolutely oh boy, I'ma fuck them up with this one. I'm going to fuck Lisa <laughs> Ann, right? Because Lisa Ann is just, like, you know, gorgeous in the face. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, like, taught young niggas the game. Legal <laughs> age young niggas. But taught young niggas the game. Uh, was on my man Kaz's podcast. Shout out to Kaz um, for a while. I was with the stash and, you know, was giving the game out. Yo, I'm going to marry Sarah J.
0: Oh,
1: um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to marry Sarah J because, listen, Sarah J is a good sport, man. Sarah J is, like, I will be getting my jokes off, but nobody's ever been as thorough as Sarah J. I swear to God, I remember my very first Sarah J scene, right? Because you got to okay, remember, I'm 34. Was it? it was Naughty America. It was the kid they had with the curly hair who was taking a shower and he was supposed to be like a high school college student, but he was taking a shower, and his teacher Sarah J was in the shower with that dumbass star necklace on, and she's like, "Yo, I'm in the shower, I ah, covering up the shit." Like she don't got all the ass and all them titties. Like her arms can cover them up. <laughs> but then he's doing his thing to her, and he's titty fucking her, and she's like, "Fuck this!" She's like, "Fuck these titties like a pussy." And I was like, "Okay, bitch, all right." I see what kind of time you on. <laughs> I like that. So, yeah, you know, I'll marry Sarah J. Right there, yo. I don't know if she can cook, but she ain't look like she missed no meals, so she can order out. You know, I'll keep her man. <laughs> um, because I don't want to get like bored with Lisa Ann. I don't want to like turn my affections off to Lisa Ann. So, mm-hmm. I feel like Sarah J. Would understand. Like, she would go find her fun elsewhere, and we would be cool. Like, I feel like she would just come home and play PlayStation. So,
2: okay, I would. Right. As
1: somebody who is the cheese. Roaster of Sarah J on Twitter. I'd marry you, sweetheart. We can we can make it work.
0: There we go, yo. Sarah J. I'm doubt you're listening to this, but you know, we got a suitor for you <laughs> in, case the, in case the other one doesn't work out, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh Prince Locke, how old is he really? So he's already answered this early into the episode. So go ahead and check that out. Um And then he says, once he tried to pretend he didn't know what Evan Stevens was, but we all know he was at least 15 when that show was on.
1: (laughs) No, that's what's wild. So I know what Evan Stevens is. I know who Shia LaBeouf is. I'm aware of the fact that there's somebody named Wren Stevens. I get that. I couldn't tell you who Wren Stevens was. (laughs) Like, I'm 15, dog. Like, I'm trying to finger bang chicks and, like, play football. <laughs> I'm not watching Disney Channel no more. I have a younger sister who was born in 92, so she's gonna be 28 this year, I guess. Yo, yeah. I don't know what the fuck... I wasn't watching Disney Channel. Like,
2: right. you if
1: you show me somebody when they were 14, and then you show them when they was, like, 30, I don't know what the fuck they look like. Like, what am I gonna say? Like, <laughs> yo, I knew who Cory in the house was because... Like, he's a fat nigga who always was a fat nigga. He looks the same. <laughs> and my sister watched that. Like, he doesn't look different. I don't right. know white girls that's next to him. Like, you expect too much out of me. And there were um, a f-
0: only a, a very few shows with black main characters on yeah.
1: Disney, so <laughs> I, know, I know Orlando uh, Jordan because he was 3J. Like, I don't know these niggas. Yeah. Like, like when <laughs> Famous J- Jackson passed, and shout out to the kid. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I never want to see anybody go the way of suicide. Um, if that's something you contemplate, you know, reach out to your loved ones. You're always worth it. Never, um, never should you feel like you have to go that route. I don't mm-hmm. guide your life, but just know that there are people out here who care about you and who want you to live and will do the things that you feel necessary to make sure you know it's important for you to live. And,
2: yeah.
1: um, but, like, I didn't really, like, I knew that kid because of what the show was named. I didn't mm-hmm. watch the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's not really my will. Like, me and like Disney really being a thing, I'm too old for that, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I can't really. I don't know, I don't know, no fucking Ren Stevens. I right. know the name, but if, if you put 15, if you put two white girls in a lineup, I can't tell you <laughs> which one is Ren Stevens. I don't know, what the fuck.
0: and I'll be honest with you, I am the same way, and I'm not that old, but so I, like, a lot, I watch a lot of anime and you can ask me right now, like, yo, who's the who's the name of blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be dead, dead honest with you. I don't fucking know.
1: I fuck with I'll Zendaya. Like, she's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know, I know who Miley Cyrus is because Hannah Montana. But yeah. like, and I know who, uh, was, I know Lizzie McGuire because, like, yeah. those were, like, solo shows. If exactly. if there's two white people on the show, I don't know. Like, I know Clarissa explains it all because Sam came in through the window, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like it's not mm-mm. can't do it for you. All
0: right, moving on. We are uh, we got a question from David Lee. What's your opinion on WWE Two K Twenty?
1: First of all, David Lee is like my one of my favorite people on social media. It's my man hey. from Ireland. Um, it's my dude. Uh, WWE Two K Twenty. Uh man, fuck that game, man. Like I still play nineteen. <laughs> like you broke the game. Like I'm I'm super cheap. So I hadn't even bought Avengers yet. Cause like I wait for reviews and stuff to come out. Mm-hmm. I'll wait till a game goes like uh collector's edition or game of the year edition to buy it. Mm-hmm. Fuck two K twenty. Don't break my games <laughs> I'ma so.
2: say we said this um a couple
0: episodes ago, Gina and I. They literally just copy paste the mechanics and just update the roster. Like, there's sure. nothing new to two any of the two K games. You're literally paying 60 dollars for an, for a roster update. Mm. The my career mechanics are trash, even after all those bugs. It's absolute ass. Now, um, regarding Avengers, because my boyfriend plays it, mm. um, he did How say he that like Hulk? So he likes the story because he, mm-hmm. he's always been a fan of Kamala Khan, just like mm-hmm. from the comics and stuff. Um, he did say that the Hulk is kind of like the shittiest character to play with,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which I, f- I figured, you know, and also Iron Man. Um, as a, Like a lot of Twitch streamers don't seem to like the game that much. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, listen, I've seen the movies. I don't need to fucking play the game.
1: Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think with Twitch streamers, it's more like they, you only get so much out of playing story mode, you gotta play it online. Mm -hmm. But if the online is like a buggy loot drive, you're not getting nothing out of it. Like, you can't, Mm -hmm. I think to be a Twitch streamer, you gotta be able to talk the whole time. Yep. And if you can't because you're looking at shit fucking up, then you stop. Yeah,
0: it's it's gonna be like, all right, I can't really Mm -hmm. focus on my audience. The game is
1: not built like that, so yeah, they gotta fix it a little bit for me to drop 60. And I have got, you know, I ain't, like, I don't want to get on it. I got $50. That ain't hurt Oh, me. okay. But, you got $60. <laughs> but, but I'm reluctant and shit to spend it. I'll buy, I'm a piece of shit. I'll buy two bottles of vodka. I bought a bottle of vodka for the show, but won't spend 60 on that game. <laughs> and that's just that's just what it is. Listen,
0: priorities, all right? Yeah. Is it quality over quantity? Like, mm. you getting quality vodka over a shitty game. That's it. <laughs> All right, we got Mike, the WC guy, who asks, how do you feel about all the pog jokes and if this is his pog patrol? So there's, like, a uh, a picture of, like, I guess a group of uh, white women with that singular yeah. black woman in the middle who I'm kind of uh, afraid of because yeah. that story that came out a couple years ago of that black woman who went to a, a sleepover and she died. So... I know that when you go to, like, a a primarily white institution, there's nothing else you can do, but blink twice if you need help, homegirl, okay?
1: Yeah. Apparently, she's fine, by the
0: way. Okay. Um, But, But yes, how do you feel about these jokes, though? Like, do they ever get under your skin? Are you able to, like, roll them off?
1: They're just not always funny. I agree with that. make it funny, but, like, the fact that it typically comes from white dudes is the funny part. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dog. That's that's for you. Like, you should be out there exactly. to get that, right? <laughs> But no, um, sincerely, if we had to count all the white women that I've been with, like sexually, mm-hmm. you could do it on one hand. Okay, I'm gonna say, I might be lying, but it sounds right in the moment. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but nah, it's and, not I don't feel I don't be mad. I'm just like, like yo, know, did you did you run that like by your people first? Like, is it really funny, or did you just feel like you really had to say? Because it? it's funny right. when it's funny, and when it's not, it's not.
0: That's true. It, I feel like it's a joke of opportunity. It's like it's something that it's so easy to throw out there that people be like, yeah, you know. Yeah, we're going to make this joke, and it's like, listen, it may not hit, and I hope you know that it's not going to hit, all right? Um, We got another thing here, says, add your own No Pull Out Corner segment. Maybe that's the secret to getting him promoting. What the fuck is No Pull Out Corner?
1: No Pull Out Corner is a sideshow. On my favorite wrestling YouTubers channel. Okay. Who is my favorite favorite wrestling YouTuber? Wrestling otaku.
0: Oh God! I yeah. I thought. Oh my God! Okay, let's go.
1: <laughs> Can we? Like, listen. I don't want to necessarily dig that man up, but I also do want to dig that man up. I'm a sucker <laughs> for bad entertainment, right? So, like. How do, how do i say this without coming across as negative
0: so there's no filters here and there's and you're probably on the most degenerate podcast out there so go ahead and say however you want to
1: niggas that don't get bitches amuse me i find it <laughs> hilarious because i cuz i granted i i just think it's so easy to to, to get women, because women like men. Like, it's just... And not, you know, that's not me saying that women only like men. Absolutely yeah. open to the entire sexual spectrum, right? But there's a bunch of them that do, most of them like men. So all you gotta do is be on top of your shit a little bit, like fucking right. brush teeth. <laughs> Touch your hair. Don't wear the same shit all the time. Right. Shut your fucking mouth. Be nice. But don't be nice like you tell girls that you're nice. Mm-hmm. Actually be nice. Smile at them when you see them. Say hi to them. Leave them alone. You'd be surprised how much pussy you can get by not bothering women. But anyway, <laughs> so Wrestling Otaku with his channel, right, has a show, a little segment called Not Pull Out Corner, which okay. is where he explains uh, the wrestling women he's attracted to and how he wouldn't pull out. Now, it's not as graphic as it sounds. The majority of it is really just about, oh, I like this lady. She does this, this, and that. But then he slides in, haha, I wouldn't pull out. All that shit, okay. right? Um, so we did like Chris Satlander and uh, Allie Ray. And I'm like, dude, like, you're at least some kind of ethnic. Like, you gotta try. Like, <laughs> how you do two episodes with white women? Like, what are you doing? But, you know, that's also me having PTSD from niggas bothering me.
2: Right. So, uh,
1: yeah, no pull-out corner is – I think what the problem is, though, like, you don't – I don't make it a secret when I'm attracted to, like, a woman or even a woman in wrestling. But I'm also not like, boy, I'd like to have sex with her because I understand the biggest turn off for a woman is you immediately talking about how bad you want to fuck her.
2: Right. Like,
1: be cool – Act like you've been there before. He's never been there before, so nah. he carries it like that, <laughs> and it's real nasty. Like, and he got mad. We talk about on all time. He gets mad. He's like, women have a double standard. Like, women, men can't talk about women like women talk about men, and women are superficial on that. I'm like, my nigga, you get on your show every week. Uh, I've never seen you with a fresh cut. I've never seen you <laughs> clean shaved. You got the same three fits. You are clearly shooting this from your grandmother's room that they gave to her before <laughs> she died because I see church fans and pictures and clothes on hangers, hangers, and drawers. Like, I know Maryland when I see it. My grandmother is also in Maryland. Like, I know how these rooms look in the basement. So, he's a nasty nigga. But I'm like, oh, like, you can't be like trying to fuck Chris Statlander and Allie Ray when you, everything about you screams basement. You feel me? Like, you gotta and granted, Allie Ray and Chris Chris Statlander might like fat niggas. That might be their shit. But he also be trying to fuck these YouTube chicks.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And I'm like, yo, all these YouTube YouTube chicks do and I mean this purely respectfully because it's not nasty. But all they do is they put their makeup on they do their fucking sit ups and ab crunches and squats. They do their hair. They push their titties up to their chin, put a tank top on, and then, hit, then they hit record. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to attract those women if you're not <laughs> presenting yourself in the best manner. Like, I don't even think that's like being rude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't present yourself as less than your best. Even if your best is not you being a fucking fitness model, but if mm-hmm. you're coming in as less than your best, how you mad at her for not liking you? But you only liked her because of how she looked. Right. It don't make sense. Present yourself for the pussy, man. You got to.
2: Right.
0: And you know, I asked the question on Twitter like a couple of days ago. Like, who the fuck is this wrestling otaku dude that people keep talking about on the I timeline? Because it. it's not just you; it's multiple people, but. Um, I'm going to say
1: him. this. I gassed him. I can't front. Him. Like, I, I, I gave him his style, even if he doesn't. No, he knows it, because he, he, <laughs> he, he, he took a little shot at me on his, on, his, uh, on his YouTube, and I respected it. He was like, yo, how you want all this content from me, but you mad at the content? I was like, you know what, you're right, because I know exactly mm. what the fuck I was giving myself into. <laughs> but, yo. Okay.
0: You see, you you fucking you you stroking the fire, all right? You making Super. it grow bigger and it's like, bro, we don't need this. Listen. Um, the dead family, the dead girls do not condone uh, you know, misogyny. Uh we don't condone this wrestling otaku dude. We totally con- condone the disrespect of men, all right? We're trying <laughs> to bring it back, right? We're oh. trying to flip it. On y'all, okay? So that way y'all know how it feels. But you're right. This my man's uh, the fit is atrocious. Um, my man's got fucking Kool Aid teeth in his mouth. The fucking mm. beard, uh, it's not great. Chin, You know what? This mm-mm. and it's
1: not even like it's, is ugly every day. But if you ugly. You gotta present you gotta put your best foot forward. Right. And or you gotta get some money.
0: Like not only are you ugly in the outside, but my boy's ugly in the inside as Just well.
1: Ugly er. Like the you inside.
0: gotta pick a struggle. Like you can't <laughs> you know, you you definitely cannot How and then like women? the only things you wear is wrestling t shirts.
2: Yeah.
1: Niggas told me that I need to get me a um I got to get the A.W. fitted and the A.W. t-shirt for Halloween <laughs> and cut a video. I think I'm going to do it. Um, but not, no, for real, for real. Like, not even, like, because granted, like, I'm from San Antonio. And I got to be straight up. You can be a short, wide, unattractive Mexican dude and pull you a bad Mexican chicken San Antonio. Because Man, the have culture suggests. Kids. And granted, yeah. you in New York, you know, you could be, you could be super not attractive Puerto Rican dude, but have enough credibility where you live and pull a bad one. Cause she knows you it. for 20 years. And like, you know, you know, she being with you is gonna make her look good in the community. Like it's like that. It's like that everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like you can't be like an off-brand nigga from Nowheresville, Right. And like, and granted, y'all they talk about me. He's a at least I don't know if he's black, but he's at least mixed, dude. I know, and when I say mixed, I mean mixed with something because your hair don't do that in water unless you mix.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's
1: (laughs) some kind of mixed dude who I ain't never seen say nothing positive about no black chicks. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, nigga, you're clearly out here shooting just for the white women, uh, but you're not presenting yourself in a way that even they gonna fuck with because in Maryland, like. I, I talk about Maryland like I talk about Houston. Like, the black people always look good, got their hair cut, got their hair done, dressed nice, um, all that. So, like, imagine being the mixed nigga in Maryland that thinks she's gonna look <laughs> any kind of way and pull a white chick. No, they get to pull from the real pool. They right. get their pick of everybody. <laughs> they, like, like, they get the niggas... Who don't want to fuck with black chicks, but are also very attractive. So what are you doing out here? Like <laughs> he doesn't have OGs. Like that's what it is to me. Like you. So know, are you gonna like,
0: cut a promo off of him? Like are you gonna replicate one of his videos?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I got a question. Oh that my head.
0: god, that's But a
1: it's also like nah straight up, my man Pino was like, "Yo, I'll give you one hundred and fifty dollars for your fashion budget because I'm sick of the cap." <laughs> I was like, damn, Peter, you doing that man like that. He was like, Yep, I got a bill 50 on it. Yeah, I gotta mess with my man a little bit. If only because the conversation is what upsets me. You feel Mm. me? Like, I'm just like, you talk about like double standards and stuff, but you're not being realistic. Like the YouTube community upsets me a little bit because Mm -hmm. it's all reaction videos. Right. You know, like, oh, you said this and I'm gonna react. And I said this and now you're gonna react. It's like no, 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 like. Let's have conversations as men. Like I'll tell you straight up, um, one of the wildest things that happened to me. You remember that time, um, AEW Phoenix, Phoenix AEW, I think is her name.
0: Oh my god! All right?
1: Nah, so this let me.
0: Bitch, literally, she said they have a literal dinosaur.
1: Yep. But let me tell you the story, though. So, yo, that shit was wild when it happened, right? Because we were having a very serious conversation about diversity in AEW, right? Mm -hmm. And she jumped in on some bullshit. Um, So like months later, like we're making fun of it because we think it's funny, right? My man, uh, my man Jay Snowden, who wrote the Ken Shamrock autobiography, is like, yo, like you just being mean to be mean. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, fuck you, nigga. You don't know what the fuck's going on out here. <laughs> like, my life is important. Like, fuck you. But I'm listening to him. And then this dude, Andy, hollers at me. And, yo, it's Phoenix's husband.
0: Oh, my and God. And he
1: used to follow me on socials. So I'm like, yo, this is going to be some bullshit. You know what my man told me? He was like, yo, I used to follow you. I couldn't follow you because you talk crazy about my wife. I don't got no problem with you. I know you don't mean nothing by it, but people are, like, talking about how my wife's a bad mother and threatening my family. So immediately, immediately, I'm like, yo, I'm never going to say shit about her again. Like Regardless of what I think she did, they threatening your family, and you Mm cool. Like, this shit not that important. So, like, now me and him are cool, right? I got black people Who's, who blocked me and stopped following me and talked about shit about me, off of that interaction with me and her, and now she follows me, so they look crazy.
2: Wow! But nigga, hey,
1: niggas know how to fuck with me though. If I say something crazy about you, then you follow me. I can't say it no more. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, but like nah. Shout out to Andy. Shout out to Phoenix. Shout out to Russell Joy. Like yo, I, I absolutely will take to my grave that what she did was crazy. But talking to my man, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it really was not out of a place of malice. Like, Mm -hmm. she didn't know that she was fucking up. Now, granted, I ain't never going to apologize to her.
2: right?
1: Ever, 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 because (laughs) what you did in the moment was fucked up. However, if a nigga's threatening your life over this shit, like, we're talking about wrestling. Like, this is bullshit.
2: Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah, shout out to my man, Andy Nimity, man. Shout out to him. Cool as shit. Um, the way he carried that really inspired me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could have always been like, Man, fuck that man, Cam. That's my wife. Because that's how I would have carried it.
0: All right. And but I'm not gonna like, lie to you. Yeah. When I when when I saw that, I took a screenshot and I sent this to Gina, and we were texting each other back and forth. We took and I remember months. we yeah. I was saying, like, listen. The way that people are blowing this situation out of proportion is wild. And you know that they don't got nothing else in their lives going on. Oh. But I'm going to say this, right? And I hope the dead ass family is listening. As we said before, and we continue saying, it's just wrestling. If yeah. you feel the need to take it to a level where you got to threaten someone else, you got to dox them, you got to do all this shit, that's something on you. That should not reflect on what the... So I just want to say it to, to you, Cam, because I feel like you get a lot of shit online mm. and people tend to turn things on you. I'm like, listen, he said X, Y, Z. How you interpret it X, Y, Z is completely in your character, in your nature. And what you do with said information, that doesn't fall on him.
2: Yeah, All right? Yeah. If
0: you decide to read some some wall tweet... And go out of your way, like, yo, let me Google her address. Let me Google mm-hmm. her kids' school. Like, bro, that's you. That's not his responsibility.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, because it's, it's not myself. like you right, like it's not like you on Twitter saying, yo, dox her. It's not like you're going on Twitter saying, Yo, yeah. drop her at, you know. So yeah. I thought it was weird. Um, I totally agree with you. I would not apologize. And I hope that through their conversation, she was able to understand how insensitive that shit was
2: yeah and
1: that's the thing like she absolutely owned up to to what she did being wrong and that's the thing like again the the thing I appreciate most about Andy was he was never on some apologize to my wife shit Mm -hmm. he was like "Yo, she did something that was wrong people also shouldn't be threatening us I was like yo like how, how can I argue that you know what I'm saying so Um, like white people with sense, man, it's always appreciated. Like, (laughs) and again, like shout out to them. Now I'll tell you this: like as 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 much as I'm shouting them out, man, like them being as positive about wrestling, I'm like y'all are gross. Stop being so fucking positive. Yeah,
0: but
2: no, I had to unfollow her account. Yeah, I
0: had to I had to unfollow her account a while ago because she had said something. I, maybe I took it, you know, a wrong way, but she has said something about how there's um, female wrestling fans who don't support female wrestling, yeah. and and I'm like, listen, you know, it's not that we don't support it; it's just that they too should be clowned, like just the same way that we clown men's wrestling. I'm clowning women's wrestling.
1: I think like, I think that's another thing, though. Like, um, and again. Like I don't have a problem with people who decided they're just going to be positive about things because Mm. I think that that should exist. But my thing is, if I can't clown you, I can't appreciate you. Right. Because if everything you do is perfect, it don't work. You know what I'm saying? Um, But no, I think that what what they do with WrestleJoy, um, be it Snowden, Andy. And it's funny, I invited Snowden to come kick you with the hose at Royal Rumble. And he was like, yo, <laughs> he was like, yo, like I'm here with my family, like I'm just trying to chill. I was like, all right, I get it. I, I understand. It could have been some shit. But uh, shout out to Snowden, shout out to Andy, and shout out to Phoenix. Really, like, if that super positive super positivity doesn't exist, I do think that they're they get less fans in, in wrestling, you know. I also think that if there aren't people who are more tempered and level like us, I think that hurts too. Both those things have to exist. But I also don't know, and and this is sincere, because I don't got no beef with the lady. I don't know if I could follow her without clowning. You feel me? So, yeah, let her do her thing, man. You know, Andy, uh, I'm good with the man. Salute to him. But yeah, I think it has to be both. And just like we said, like I got somebody who... We're saying wild shit about me Who I'm gonna feel a way about For a while but it'll pass But yeah Wait was it the
0: was it the thing where they called you Transphobic
1: No but that was okay crazy.
0: Because I so, did go in I'm not gonna lie I did yeah. go overboard with the screenshots Because I was like hold on I don't know first of all they caught me In a really I was having a shitty yeah. Day and I was drinking A little heavy and I saw That and I'm like yo my man's yeah. is taking bullets for no reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, what was hard about that? Um, now, granted, like I said, my man, my man Joe, and me doing the, I just want to tell stories and me feeling like I've been a good ally to the LBGTQ community, right? Mm-hmm. When somebody, when I make a joke and somebody's like, it's transphobic, I immediately want to have the conversation. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be two things. Like I don't want to say be somebody who says that they're down, and then be proven it out really be down. So I wanted to have right. the conversation. What I also think is, um, on on two conversations or on two incidents, um, I have been taken to to task by people from that community who I felt like could have come to me in private because we're close.
2: right?
1: And it could have been solved. Because when my man DM'd me after that lady did, and was like, yo, I know you didn't mean nothing by it, but we want to educate you. Here's why it's a problem. Mm -hmm. I was immediately like, yo, I didn't know, but I messed up. And I'm sorry. And so here it is. And I even screenshotted that, of me being wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, white women. Uh, But... (laughs) No, it, it's an interesting time to bring up a conversation. So, I was cool with this dude Dre for a long time and uh, that was outside of wrestling. I also do want to say this. He was cool, but gay niggas are still niggas. So yeah, Just like straight <laughs> niggas, like, will be in your DM talking to you crazy and trying to shoot at you. Gay niggas do the same thing. <laughs> but I ignored all that because I'm like, yo, like, we cool. Like, you know, I ain't no thing. But Dre, basically, like, the Lizzo thing came up about mm-hmm. her showing her ass at Staples and I tweeted like yo, nobody should have their ass out of Staples because I really feel like that but he was like yo, I've seen you cape for all these skinny white women in WWE and I'm like first of all, you've never seen me cape for a skinny white woman ever my nigga <laughs> um, but this was after I had made the lit magazine ads with Naomi as a beauty of the week with the the caption from uh from Bianca Belair and after I had already established that like, I thought Nia Jax was the most attractive woman in WWE this is the after all that so i took it personal as somebody from that community who wanted to reduce me to a cisgender man
2: mm-hmm. and
1: this ain't me being a victim i ain't saying all that i'm just saying in that instance I was like, yo, like, bro, like you know me and you talk to me outside of public and whatever issues you have with this community, you took them out on your boy?
2: Mm. You
1: know what I'm saying? So that that does happen where people forget all of the things you went through and that's what happened with uh young grandpa who was the white woman who had a problem with me and what I said with the... Um, with the, with the, uh, with the pronouns. And, mm-hmm. and like, I'm saying this. I'm 34, now. Like, I'm not going to get everything perfect. I should absolutely be called on my mistakes. But you can say, yo, you can't say that without saying you're a homophobe. Because right. I ain't a homophobe. Like...
0: Yeah, I feel like people be really coming at you way too hard with too much energy without mm. giving you a chance to, like, explain... You know, like where, what side you're coming from, and like what your logic is. Like, listen,
1: it's a um, follower count, you know. Yeah, like, it's like yo, fair, like you,
0: yeah. You know, it's like listen. Somebody could say something insensitive and not mean anything by it. Like, someone can be insensitive and not be racist. Somebody could be insensitive and not be homophobic or transphobic. It's mm. it's all about the delivery because. Eventually, one day you're gonna DM somebody with the wrong kind of energy, and they're gonna take that shit way left, and it'll turn into a bigger situation than what it is.
1: I wasn't mad; like, I, w- I was, I was hurt because I thought we was cool, but I also understand that I'm 34. And not everybody's 34.
2: Mm-hmm. What
1: got me crazy was like, like, I move with real niggas, so like. <laughs> and I think people I, I do think people forget that though. I think because of the things I talk about and the way that I talk, I think that people forget that. Like you you don't know this unless you know me, but like, you know, like I was the kid who even though I was from the suburbs, like I was in the hood every weekend at the recording studio with the locked gate rapping with niggas. Like That's what I was in high school. And that's not to say that I'm hard, but like, I was just cool in every area, you know? So I think when, like, I'm tweeting people who might not be from my neighborhood or my parents' tag bracket and all that, they see that what I'm saying is from a genuine standpoint. Mm -hmm. So when you're like white lady caping for the gay community there might be some niggas in your DMs
2: mm. that like <laughs> or in your mentions
1: that are talking to you crazy, and but like you want me to reel niggas in, and mm. you don't understand. Like that's not what the system is. <laughs> niggas know what I stand for. Niggas decided that they're coming at you, so when you start tweeting like a victim, like niggas is not. Ain't nothing I can tell them at that point. Like. If you and I were really cool, you wouldn't have started calling names. So I can't call them all So say, that's not on me. Like, I don't wish no evil on you whatsoever. But you're giving these niggas a lot of ammo to work with. Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, yo, listen. Yeah.
0: They're opening up the target. They're making the target really wide and really easy to hit. Um, Cam, we can chop it up all night. You sure. are such a cool dude to talk to, and I'm just so glad to have the opportunity to, to speak with you. So, you know, before we sign off, um, let the Deadass family know, where can they listen to you? Where can they catch your content?
1: For sure, for sure. Um, South Congress podcast, that is South Congress with a K. Um, we try to do a show every week, if not every other week, talking about the goings on in pop culture. Um, Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast every Wednesday, 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central, taking your live calls, um, talking about the week in pro wrestling. Um, if you are somebody who's on YouTube, if you ever follow the you go to episode 414, I'm the very first outside of pro wrestling guest I'm reading in. Uh, reading a piece from Hardcore Holly's autobiography okay. uh, so yeah I'm, I'm everywhere man it's just um, again I, I think that being authentic um, always putting your best foot forward and having something to say will just take you so many places um, so yeah Instagram and Twitter Seahawk uh, that's C-E-E-H-A-W-K I've never actually advertised this this is funny um, okay. if you want to send me a, a fun picture or video because of what the show is, uh, on Snapchat it's Seahawk <laughs> with an E at the end. Uh, that could be fun. You All right, know. if y'all got Snapchat
0: um, Premium, yeah. you know, y'all can send them some extra, you know, spicy videos if you know what I mean.
1: If you want to see the pictures of me from two summers ago when I was wearing those tight jean shorts, um, I have those, um, for free. So if no <laughs> OnlyFans. Uh, but nah. Um, yeah, I'm all over here, man. Uh, the YouTube. I'm not no wrestling, no taboo. Um, so we're working on the YouTube content. <laughs> a lot of the podcasts are on there. Like, if you need to see what I look like on video, you can find those. Uh, just Cameron Hawkins on YouTube. But yeah, man, we're everywhere. Um, no, he got some small acting parts as
2: well. Yeah,
1: if you um, if you want to see me act, oh god, I act. I forgot. Um, <laughs> of the Uber driver. That's N-E-K-A, N-E-E-K-A, the Uber driver. Um, episode five, Guy on a Date. I, I played Martin on that. So my acting debut. Um, if, you, if you're a person who pays attention to commercials, if uh, Everest University or Everest Institute or online was ever filmed in your area um, I was in that commercial so yeah
2: there's,
1: there's stuff that's out here it's really weird I've done a lot of stuff now that I think about it but um, yeah primarily man South Congress with a K Seahawk on Instagram and Twitter um, Seahawk with an E on Snapchat and then East Coast Cast every week uh, eastcoastcast.com 630 Eastern 530 Central talking about wrestling yeah.
0: All right, and Deadass Family, you already know where to catch us. Uh, on Twitter where we talk hot shit with everyone and anyone. Uh, that is Deadass Girls Pod. Uh, on Instagram is again Dead Girls Pod. You can follow our Tumblr where we re uh, reblog lots of wrestling and lots of hentai. That is the Deadass Girls Podcast. Um, we also have a Facebook. We have a Facebook group, so join the group. We ask a ton of questions to everyone. Um if you want to slide into Gina's DMs, they're open. If you want to send us a dick pic in an the email, go ahead and do that. <laughs> that ass podcast, NYC at gmail.com. And if you've listened this far, we have a very special announcement. The next episode that we post, we are going to have another special guest host, okay? She brings all the boys to the yard with her milkshakes, otherwise known as the plus-size Pam Greer. Faye Jackson will be joining the dead ass. Hey.
2: Place,
0: okay. We met her one time at legends. Um, Mr. Waffles, who's a, 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 you know, contributing guest. He fell in love with her there after her ass bumped into his elbow and uh, <laughs> he fell in love. He, he's still in love. So she's going to be shaking it with us. We're going to be talking about our favorite sex toys, our favorite positions, wrestling, and otherwise. So make sure you guys tune in to that episode, which should be coming out sometime in October. So be in the lookout. Seahawk, thank you for coming to the show. And Deadass Family, as always, be nice to each other and keep it tight.